It's that time. Welcome to the Time to Man Up podcast. And here's your host, Sean Hess. Hey, what's up, guys? We want to welcome you to another episode of the Time to Man Up podcast. Sometimes it is a challenge to bring content together for the podcast. And then there are those times, men, when God just drops it right into my lap. Today's episode is one of those days where God just dropped something right into my lap. But before we get started, I want to encourage you to give us a thumbs up, subscribe to our podcast, or anything else that you can do to get the word out. Man, we appreciate your help in partnering with us to get the Time to Man Up podcast out there to people. You can also donate to the podcast through whatever platform you use via Anchor, or you can go to the website and donate there also. By the way, our new study, Man Up, Becoming the Man God Desires You to Be, it is complete. It is now available on the website at www.time2timetomanup.com. We are so excited after all of the work, man. We are just celebrating the fact that we are done with that stage. And we just look forward to how God is going to use that study in the lives of many men through the local church and their men's ministries. So go to the website, check us out, and just see what we have going on. Also, I want to encourage you to pass it on to your pastor, to your men's ministry leader, as those are the individuals that can take this curriculum to the men in your churches and really use it to be a blessing in those men's lives. If your church is looking for a new study for their men, even this fall, make sure to check it out. Make sure to get the word out. But now it's time to get to that content that God just dropped into my life. What was happening is that we were going, I was taking my wife to work and we were kind of just trying to get by with one car there. And uh, so I took her to work and on the way to work, a song came on. And I don't know about you, but music is a big part of my life. Anyone who knows me knows how much I love music. I mean, I love all kinds of music, guys. I listen to all kinds of stuff. I mean, for instance, man, I'm really amped up. Because here in a week or two, I'm going to be going to an NF concert with my boys. I am so stoked about that opportunity. I mean, man, for me guys, growing up as a young man, rap was a, a big kind of music that I listened to. I loved when Christian options came into uh, the rap genre of music. And uh, man, I mean, I would have loved to have done that for a living. Uh, but for me, I had to get a responsible job, not knowing if that would ever happen. And so I became a pastor where I kind of rap uh, a sermon. <laughs> you know, I just talked that sermon. But I am so excited about being able to head down to Orlando with my kids and be able to attend an NF concert. And I've already seen some people posting from other locations. And man, I'm just getting, I'm telling you, amped and ready to go. Uh, some of the best money I spend every month, men, is the monthly subscription that I have to Spotify. And now this isn't an advertisement for Spotify. There are a lot of other options out there. But Spotify, 
Man, I have so many different kinds of playlists. Matter of fact, uh, my son just sent me a playlist for NF, and so I'm already listening because we've already got the music order from his previous concerts, and I'm getting ready uh, to be able to just uh, jam out there at the concert. I can't wait for that. But on my Spotify, I've got a worship playlist, so it's of today's worship songs, but then I've got a throwback playlist of worship songs. When I want to get nostalgic and go back, I listen to those. I have a Christian music playlist, but I also have, as you guessed, a throwback Christian music playlist. What's funny is that things that I think are still pretty relevant, maybe in my newer Christian music category, my playlist, seem to be more and more becoming the throwback. It's amazing how quickly that happens. I have a playlist that is for a jam session. I have a playlist that's for just throwback uh, from just like, you know, like the days of Van Halen and Bon Jovi. I just like to listen to that sometimes. And so I've got that available. Some of you guys just were like, I don't know if we can listen to this podcast now. Well, you know what? It's okay. You'll be okay. I mean, uh, it's going to get worse because I'm going to tell you this. I've even got a boy band playlist. Don't hold it against me. But I've got a boy band playlist, and sometimes you just have to listen to a little bit of that stuff. Uh, I've got my Christian rap, you know, playlist, but I've also got a rap from back when I was growing up with Run DMC, Curtis Blow, and Fat Boys, uh, things like that. Man, I love listening to that sometimes. I've got a summer playlist with the Beach Boys on, with Alabama, all kinds of different, I mean, my golf playlist, it doesn't help me play any better, but my golf playlist is all over the place. And then I've got a playlist that is for like acapella or, or light music. And I'm telling you, if you've never listened to Pentatonics, Pentatonics is amazing. I mean, right? It's like uh, orchestra with voices. I mean, they are so amazing. I just love listening to them because when you hear there's nothing, I mean, one of my favorite things in the church, which we don't do very often in the church. One of my very, very favorite things is when we drop all the instruments out and you just hear voices singing. I remember going to a men's retreat up in Michigan and uh, we were singing and all of a sudden all the instruments dropped out and it was just a few hundred men singing the music together and it was powerful. I'm like, we're ready to take the hill. I'm telling you now confession time. I've even got a country playlist. I told myself I would never listen to country. I've even got a country playlist, but I'll spare you any more of that because we want to get to the topic. So I'm taking my wife to work and I'm listening to a playlist from a group called cutlass. Maybe you've heard of cutlass. If not, Go check them out. And uh, man, as I was listening to it, and when I listen to my playlist, what I like to do is I like to put it on shuffle. Because what happens is that when it just plays random, especially when I'm listening to Christian music or worship music, I just love to see how God kind of speaks to me through the music. Now, listen, I know that God's, God's word is the Bible, and I get that. And when I read the Bible, God is speaking to me. But there are just times, whether it's through people or music, that God speaks to you. I will still claim this. Music is one of the most powerful things in a person's life. I mean, I can still think back to things, whether it was junior high, elementary, high school, whatever level, college, 
that there are certain songs that I identify with certain time periods or certain events that have happened in my life. I'm guessing that most of you that are listening to this have songs that you can identify with certain times or events in your life. And so as I was listening to Cutlass, I put it on shuffle so that it would play through those. And uh, as I'm going through and taking my wife to work, uh, a song by Cutlass came on called Even If. And it began to play. And as it was playing, it was like the, uh, the words just hit me like a lightning bolt, right? I mean, I knew instantly when I began to listen to the lyrics, I'm like, this is what I'm going to talk about today in the Time to Man Up podcast. I mean, these lyrics hit home. Now, it's probably not good to talk about lightning where I live now because I think in our area of Florida, if I'm not mistaken, it's known as kind of the the lightning capital of the world. I mean, we have some amazing lightning shows when storms come in. Matter of fact, just a few blocks up recently, a home was struck by lightning. I mean, it did amazing damage, and they even had to tear up the street because of the water pipes got damaged. Uh, the lightning can do some serious damage. And what happened is when, when that happened, it was like this constructive lightning, right? It struck me and I'm like, oh my goodness, this is the song. These are the lyrics that we need to look at. And see, these lyrics hit home with me right now because this past weekend, a new lead pastor was installed in my previous church. And I'll tell you what, guys, Though I have moved on, all praise to God. I mean, he has done an amazing job in my life because that was a hard transition to work through. But God continues to day after day after day, continue to show me his purpose. And along the way of producing curriculum for men, of doing the podcast, and all of these different things that we are working on, what I can say is this. Though I would have not chosen to leave, I see purpose in what God is doing. And so when I saw that they were installing this individual as pastor, it, it was a sad day for me, even though I've moved on. But just knowing that that church, a church that I once loved, was installing a man who lied, who deceived uh, this man even turned down somebody for counseling one time who was having struggles with their marriage and reached out to our church, and he turned him down, and now they were selecting him as their lead pastor. That was hard for me because uh, it's more about the position and how much esteem I hold that position and the importance of a man's integrity as a lead, as a senior pastor who is giving leadership to God's church. Now, guys, this statement is not speculation. It's facts. I know the facts. I observe the facts. Uh, but there was a time when I wondered, why would God allow this to happen? Why would God allow this to happen? Why would God allow this man to be placed in that position? And then I remembered this. Who am I to question God? God knew what he needed of me. He knew, to, knew where he needed to get me. And that was to be able to begin the ministry of time to man up. And I'll tell you what, getting this off the ground has been 
drudgery. I mean, we are just working through the mud, right? And trying to make progress. And it is slow progress. When I look at people out there that do podcasts and uh, businesses like this, like ministries, it takes a long time. It doesn't happen overnight. But over this time, God has continued to show himself faithful in this. But when I remembered that, you know what? It's up to God how this all plays out. Uh, but I think I'm safe to say this. We have all questioned at some point in our life, God, right? Do you really know what you're doing, God? We have questioned him like, why are you doing this, God, when you could be doing this over here? You see, I had to be okay with God's answer, whether I agreed with it or not. God didn't say, hey, Sean, what do you think about this? Who should I have as the next pastor? He didn't ask me that. Why? Because God has a plan. And I know that we can hear God has a plan and we can think, yeah, God has a plan. Everything goes great. But if you remember, part of God's plan was multiple times taking Israel into captivity. So not always does God's plan involve great things. Sometimes we have to go through really challenging and tough things. So I don't know what God has installed for that individual because he knows what he did. I don't know what God has for the church, but God knows exactly what they need to go through in the same way that he knew what I needed to go through. And so I had to be okay with God's answer because it really didn't matter whether I agreed with it or not. Again, I don't get the installation of this man as a lead pastor, but God has a plan. And we watch that play out. But here is what I do get. God's not done with the story. He moved me on to something I never would have done without stepping away from the full-time ministry. I never would have had the time or the energy to put into time to man up. And now because of stepping away from that due to situations, man, I have been thoroughly blessed. Now, fellas, I'm not saying it was easy, but what I'm saying is more and more as time progresses, I see God's hand. And it is amazing to see what God is doing through the use of the Time to Man Up podcast. Uh, I can't wait to see what he does through this curriculum. But as we see fruit from those efforts, all of a sudden what happens is God begins to make that long journey worth it. That difficult journey worth it. And I want to say this, praise God. Because if you would have asked me a couple years ago, where will I be in two years? It never would have been where I am and what I'm doing. But God has a plan and he is able to do far more than I ever could have done. And so here is where the song comes in, even if by Cutlass. I have never done this before, so hopefully I am following all the legalities of this, but I want to walk you through this song. I mean, I have, I have searched and searched and searched on, I, I know people are out there and they do like music reviews where they play the song and they talk about it. So I have no idea. I hope I'm not stepping over any lines. I'm going to do my best here. Um, but hopefully what it will do is it will make some of you aware of this amazing group, Cutlass, 
And I'm telling you, get out there and check them out because they have some worship music that is amazing. And uh, even some of them are being done in church even today. Uh, but they have some amazing uh, worship music out there. And uh, so get out there, check out songs uh, like Strong Tower, Sea of Faces, some amazing stuff out there. They've even got some harder music out there too. Uh, so I just want to use this song even if to talk through what happens when God doesn't seem like he's working in our lives, or perhaps he's even answering prayers through our difficulties in ways we never expected, or we really don't care for sometimes. So as we go through this, perhaps you find yourself today seeking God, but you aren't finding any answers. Maybe you or someone close to you is facing uncertainty in their life. Maybe you or someone close to you is dealing with severe health problems. And I mean, I'm talking like life or death health problems. Maybe you are dealing with something like cancer and you don't know what tomorrow holds for you. Uh, I always tell people I would rather deal with those things myself than watch any loved one go through that. I think it's much harder for me to watch somebody else, whether it's a wife or a child or a parent, go through those things than going through them myself. I mean, if I'm going through a health problem, I've got psoriatic arthritis. It's a battle sometimes, but I just take it like a battle and I go at it. I'm like, we're going to take this hill and we're going to have victory. We're going to do this. But when you're watching somebody else go through those things, it's hard because you have to watch them deal with that. Maybe today you are dealing with hurt from a broken relationship and men, maybe even today you've got a broken marriage. And maybe it hasn't led to divorce yet, but you've just got a dysfunctional marriage and you want God to bring it back. You want God to heal it. You want God to make it better than it's ever been. And I want to tell you this, I've walked the journey with enough men in life that I know that you may say from day one, my marriage has been horrible. I've heard men say that. But I've also heard them say when God brought their marriage together that it's never been this good because God can do that. But what I want you to do, men, is take some time as we're talking to identify hurt in your life, to identify difficulty in your life. The hurt that you have brought before God and in prayer, and now you find yourself still waiting for an answer, or perhaps you have given up because it's been so long and it feels like God has not answered you. It might even feel like God has abandoned you. And guys, since on time to man up, we throw boulders and we talked honestly, I have felt that way sometimes. My wife has felt that way sometimes where we feel like, God, after all that we've done for you, really? But guys, again, God has a purpose in everything he does. Even if I don't understand it, even if I can't figure it out, I know that God has a purpose. But perhaps you've given up because it's been so long and you feel abandoned. Maybe the outcome has not been what you were hoping for. Guys, think about that. 
have you identified that hurt? I mean, some of you are maybe really scratching, trying to figure out what is that area that I've asked God to do something. Then there are others of you and you're like, you've already counted like two hands worth of stuff going on, right? And you're like, yeah, my marriage is struggling. My kids are struggling. My job's struggling. Finances are struggling. And you're just going through those things. And what you find is this, men, that as you go through these struggles, you will find yourself often, rather than growing closer to God, you begin to pull away from God because you feel somewhat lit down by him. So now let's take some time to make our way through this song. I know this is by no means the word of God. It's a group called Cutlass, and they are not singing words that are inspired by the Holy Spirit that you can listen to them, and it's God's word without error. No, I'm not saying that. God's word is the only thing that is perfection without error, nothing wrong in it. That's the word of God. But I hope that the truth that is sprinkled through this music and throughout this podcast, and as we blend the word of God into that, that you will be able to walk away with some encouragement if you have been going through difficult times, reaching out to God, and maybe even right now feeling abandoned by God, we hope that this will help you out. And so we're just going to play this song with some little segments of it. Not the whole song, but just some little segments of it. And hopefully you can find this uh, very helpful. So let's go ahead and uh, play this right now. Sometimes all we have to hold on to Is what we know is true Of who you are So when the heartache hits Like a hurricane That could never change Who you are And we trust All right, so that's the first part. You can tell that I can't listen to like music without moving. I, I even I remember when I was a pastor, my previous ministry, people would tease me because I'd stand up front and I was like having like a dance off. Right, I was just like getting into the worship music and bobbing my head and swaying. I can't listen to music and just like sit there stone cold, man. I can't do that. So in this song, the first two lines say this: Sometimes all we have to hold on to is what we know is true of who you are. When we think about that, sometimes all we have to hold on to is what we know is true of who you are. What we know to be true of God is based on a few things in life. The first thing that it's based on, and the most important thing that it's based on, is the Word of God. The Bible. I want to tell you this. When you listen to music, especially praise and worship music, there is a lot of junk out there. And I'm not going to get into calling out junk, what's junk and what's not junk. But I'm just going to tell you this. Maybe that's for a podcast down the way. There's enough people out there that are doing that. Uh, but I want to tell you that there are a lot of songs out there that are spreading falsehood into the church through worship. We have to make sure that we are not participating in that. Even in my last ministry, I came up with a list of what makes a good worship song. 
And number one is the doctrine of that music. Is it true with scripture? If you put it up against scripture, does it come out good? Or are there problems with that? And the first thing we know to base, basing on to be true, God's truth, is that does it align? Is it found in the word of God? This is the firsthand account of who God is, right? His word. And as I read more of the word, more of God's word, I learn more and more about him. The truth about God is also based on, number two, my past. I can look back in the past and I can see what God has done and whether that aligns with what the word says about God. And what I know is this, when I look to the past, I always find that it is consistent with the word of God. That's who God is. But then not only do I look at the past and how he's worked in my life, but I also have to look at other people's lives. What has God done in their lives and how have I seen the truth of God in that? The past provides me with evidence of who he is and it affirms what is said in his word. The truth about God is also seen in the present, the here and now. I see God working in my present situation. Even when I may not think that he is doing anything, the reality is, is that he is working things out according to his will. Check that out. According to his will and not mine. So when the hurt is more than you think you can handle, hold on, hold on to what is true in the word of God, who he is, what he does, hold on to that. And then the next couple lines say this. So when the heartache hits like a hurricane that could never change who you are, and we trust in who you are, the storm, listen, the storm does not determine who God is. How he responds during the storm does not determine who God is. Because in every storm, he may respond in a different way. He is the same outside the storm as he is inside the storm. Now, for my wife and I, moving down to Florida from Ohio, we got our first taste of a hurricane last year. It was an interesting experience to say the least. We weren't in the area that got hit the hardest. Uh, my wife's family was, and uh, they were down in the Naples area, Fort Myers area, where they got hit pretty hard by the hurricane. But even when the winds rolled through central Florida where we are, it was amazing to see the impact of that tornado. Now for me, or the hurricane, for me, what I was gonna say is in 1974, I went through the Xenia tornado. I think it's still pretty high rated in one of the largest tornadoes, uh, but I experienced that tornado. Uh, it sounded like a freight train just rolling through town. And I remember my dad kind of lifted me up and we looked out the back to see it coming and uh, unbelievable power. I mean, I've never seen any power like that. Now, I wasn't in the main path of the hurricane. We got the residual inland. I've seen the destruction of it. And I know that those storms, a hurricane, comes through with power and destruction. 
But no matter how great or how small that storm is, it does not change who God is. He is the same every day, yesterday, today, and tomorrow. God remains the same. The same God that was there for you when you scraped your knee after falling is also there when you face a life-threatening illness. When you face a marriage that is falling apart, relationships that are falling apart, the same God that was there that picked you up off the ground when you scraped your knee is the same God that is going to be there for you in the midst of your struggles. Guys, we need to trust in that. Sometimes that is the only thing that gets us through it. But it is easy to lose hope. It is easy not to trust him, especially when you feel alone but he's there. Now I want to address something that makes me sick when I hear it. I mean, it makes me disgusted. To be honest, it makes me want to throw up in my mouth a little bit like when you have a bad case of heartburn, right? Some of you guys are like, oh, that's nasty. Oh, if you've had heartburn before, I still am amazed that how I can get heartburn at night and I don't get it all the time, but you know, you eat the wrong thing and, and all of a sudden, you know, you like throw up in your mouth and somehow you wake up before it comes out. I'm amazed with that. I know that I'm just like blowing some of your mind. You're like, dude, that is crazy nuts. You've been there. You just don't want to admit it. But it is just like, man, this issue makes me want to throw up. And it's this. Have you ever heard someone say to a person that they weren't healed because they did not have the faith? Man, I have heard that more than I would like to to, to hear. And I'm just going to tell you this. It's a load of, you know what I'm talking about, right? It's a load of that stuff, that compost that you put on your garden to make your flowers grow. It's a load of that. Because sometimes God chooses not to heal people. Sometimes God chooses not to deliver people from addiction, and perhaps he even calls them home. I have seen some amazing people who love Jesus, who were committed to following him, who prayed daily, but they lost their life to illness or a surgery gone wrong. Guys, it's a tragedy, but that tragedy was not a result of them lacking the faith necessary to receive healing. Shame on those people that will say to someone, you were not healed because you didn't have enough faith. I mean, where is that barometer that says I have enough faith? What if God never heals the hurt in your life, men? What if his plan for you is to use that hurt to use that pain, to use those difficulties for his purpose. And that's where in this song, let me just play this part for you. So these are the words that got my attention. Even if the healing doesn't come and life falls apart 
and dreams are still undone. Are you ready for that reality, men? That the healing may not come, that your life and everything around you may fall apart, that things may not go the way that you planned, your dreams may come crashing down. Perhaps you're like a lot of people who thought marriage would be one way, and then they got married and it turned out to be something totally different. I mean, fellas, I wasn't prepared for marriage. I got married and I'm like, whoa, what just happened? I'm still learning lessons. We just celebrated 33 years. And I tease my wife because I'm a big Larry Bird fan. So I'm like, this is the legendary year, right? I mean, last year we had 32 Magic Johnson and then we got 33 Larry Bird. And I'm like, what better pair right there? But we celebrate and I even posted it on social media because I knew my wife would get it. I knew other people would think that's stupid, but my wife would get it. Because she knows, man, we learn every number based on like a sports number or something like that, phone numbers and everything. But some of you got married and you thought, oh, this is going to be great. And we're just going to love each other all the time. It's going to be a breeze. And then you got into it and you're like, holy cow, marriage is difficult. Maybe your life hasn't been what you dreamed it would be. You had all this plan of making money and getting prestigious position and it hasn't come true. And so if that's true, if the healing hasn't come, if, if your life is falling apart, if your dreams haven't manifested themselves, then we have to go through the rest of the words of this chorus. It says, you are God, you are good, forever faithful one, even if the healing doesn't come. Guys, no matter what happens, whether the healing comes or the healing doesn't come, it doesn't ridicule our faith for not having enough faith, but it also doesn't change the fact that God is good. Mark 10 verse 18 says, and Jesus said to him, why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. Guys, even when you may not think it true, God is good. And I'm straight out, guys. There have been time in this last year, a little over a year, that I have wondered, God, are you really good? Because I don't see what's happening here. We're going through this junk. Are you good? You're allowing these things to happen over here. Are you good? And we can find our circumstances dictating our determination of whether God is good. Wrong. Our situation should not determine that God is good. That's who he is, and it doesn't change in the storm or out of the storm. He is forever faithful. Even when our faith falters, he remains faithful. Deuteronomy 7, 9. Know therefore that the Lord your God is God, the faithful God who keeps his covenant and steadfast love with those who love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. I love that, man. To a thousand generations. It's like, this is not going to change. This is who he is. Now we have some difficult words here that come up in the music. So let me play this next portion of, of, of Even If for you. Even though you reign high above us, 
So they start out that second verse by saying, Lord, we know your ways are not our ways. So we set our faith in who you are. Here is one of the greatest hurdles that we face, men. We want God's ways to align with our ways. We want God's ways to align with our ways, but the reality is that we must adjust our ways to align with God's ways. God sees the big picture even when we can't. He knows what needs to be done and why it needs to be done. We are often just trying to survive, especially when we are in the midst of a storm. When that hurricane comes through, we are just holding on and just trying to get through it. But that is why we need to set our faith on who he is. It seems like my will and God's will have not aligned much over the past year. I know him to be faithful. I know him to be true, but it is so often difficult to let go and let him do his thing. I think, surely, God, you're getting this wrong. Why would you allow this to play out? And that's kind of what I thought this weekend is, God, what in the world are you doing? Wow. Can you not get this right? I mean, you're God. You know all things. What's happening? I have faith in who he is. But what about those times when it seems like he's not there? Guys, I know I'm not the only one that's been there. My faith is set on who he is, and I trust him to guide my path. But there are just some times when I wonder, God, do you really know what you're doing? I know the answer to that is yes. I know that. And it's like that question that you really don't need an answer for. You're just trying to prove it to yourself. But Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understandings. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. That's a verse that my wife and I chose when we got married. My goodness, fellas, if I would have known what that was going to mean, uh, wow, I might have picked it earlier on before I even got married because that's been a crucial verse for us. But God has proven time and time again that he has the right time every time. But along the way, during the hurt and the pain and during the storms, we have sometimes wondered if it's really true. But God has always shown us the way, even when it was in a direction that we never expected to go. God's ways, the Bible tells us, are not our ways. That's just how it is. And then the song goes on and it says, even though you reign high above us, again, we're recognizing God's position. You tenderly love us. We know your heart and we rest in who you are. Now guys, here's what's interesting. So when those answers don't come the way that you want them to come, when the storm is getting big and it's just taking over and you don't know what to do and you feel helpless, all of a sudden you're in this place where you're supposed to find rest in who he is, what he's done in the past, what he's doing in the present. But sometimes you can't see him through the clouds. You can't see him through the rain. I remember one time my friend and I, we were, my parents had gone to a campground and, 
and we had stayed for a church softball game, and we were going to drive and meet them at the campground a few hours away. And I was a pretty new driver. I hadn't been driving for a super long time. And we drove through a rainstorm that you could not see. And I'm sure that if I could remember back to then, I was probably going faster than I should uh, driving to get to the campground. But it was a massive storm that you could not see. And what happens is when we go through that big storm and we don't know, we can't see, we don't know where to look. So what happens is it creates unrest, right? You hit that water and you begin the hydroplane and it creates unrest. You can't see through your windshield. It creates unrest. And then all of a sudden, and I remember this about that trip, we're driving and then we hit that point where all of a sudden the sun just comes through the clouds and the rain stops and you know what's there, a rainbow. And if we want to get into that, which we won't get, but we know what the rainbow represents and it's not gay and lesbian rights and stuff. What a rainbow represents is that God said that he would never flood the earth again. Now, on that day, it felt like it might flood, but it wasn't going to flood. And then God has this beautiful reminder. Down here in Florida, we often see the most vibrant uh, rainbows and sometimes multiple rainbows. It's amazing. And so as we're going through this, in the midst of the storm, it's not a good place to find ourselves where we have unrest. However, it is in recognizing who God is that we find rest. Our God is who is above all things. Our God is greater than we can comprehend. Our God, we don't even have the words to adequately communicate his value. He loves us and allows us to know him, to know his heart. He reminds us of who he is. Now let's skip ahead in the song and I want to go a little further down into the song and give a couple questions to you to think about. So let me push this and, and listen to this. All right, guys, it says this, you're still the great and mighty one. We trust you always. We can all acknowledge the truth that God is still the great and mighty one. That's who he is. That doesn't change. No matter how bad life may be, nothing changes about who God is. He remains the great one. He remains the mighty one. But the lyrics say, we trust you always. We would love to be able to proclaim this truth, but is it really truth for us? I can speak to my own life and only my life, but there have been times when I did not trust God, when I failed to trust him. And it's kind of like Abraham, right? Abraham's waiting for this descendant and, and he and Sarah, his wife are like, you know what? I'm not sure if God remembers his promise, so maybe we need to help him. Maybe we need to get involved. It's like they forgot to trust him to do it, and they thought they would help a little bit. 
I have found myself there where I wasn't really trusting God to do what he had said he would do. So again, we would love to proclaim that, but it's not necessarily the truth for us all the time. There have been times when I tried to fix that situation simply because I did not trust God to do it. Usually I just got in the way. Guys, it is easy to affirm your trust for God when things are going well. But when life is difficult, when the storms come in and you can't see out the front windshield, all of a sudden you begin to rely on yourself more than trusting God. How about this, men, when nothing seems to be going as you planned? Men, we need to trust God now, no matter what our circumstances are. Don't use it as your last option. Trusting God should be our first response. Here is where I tell you to do as I say, not as I sometimes do. I want to always trust God, but sometimes I fail. And sometimes, sadly, I turn to him when all else seems to fail. Men, here's the question for you. Are you trusting God? Are you trusting God to deliver you from the storm? Are you trusting God, no matter what his answer is, are you trusting that he knows the best for you? If not, make the necessary adjustments in your life before it becomes the last option for you. And then the words go on and it says, you're working all things for our good. We'll sing your praise. Guys, have you ever questioned that first statement? Is God really working things for our good? There are times in every man's life when it does not feel like God is working all things out for good. You might even feel like uh, there are times in your life when God seems to be working against you. You are doing your best to follow him only to experience resistance and roadblocks every step of the journey. Romans 8, 28 says this, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who are called according to his purposes. See right there, we're locking it into the fact that we have to recognize that in the midst of the storm, God is going to work according to his purposes. But he's also not gonna work for your bad. He's gonna work for your good as long as you're willing to live within those purposes. How has God used difficult times in your life to work for good? It is important to reflect back on these times before we can move forward into the next challenge that life brings that God allows into our life. Reflecting on the past helps us prepare for the future. Once we understand the truth of God, working all things for our good, we are able to sing his praise even in the midst of the difficulties and challenges life brings. Let me tell you, when it, it talks about praising God, when, when, when it talks about lifting up and we'll sing his praise, guys, if we are not focused on what God has done and what God is doing, and if we're trying to do it ourselves, we put ourselves in a difficult situation. Now, before we wrap up, I want to play the last part of this song for you. Uh, just make sure to search Cutlass online and check out their music. Man, they have some great music, and uh, especially their, their praise and worship stuff. Man, make sure you check it out. But let me part of their song for you. 
come and life falls apart and dreams are still undone you are god you are good started singing out loud that might have been embarrassing that might have uh, caused some people to turn off the podcast guys there are going to be times in your life when God answers your prayers just like you were asking but there are also going to be times in your life when God answers in a different way even in a way you might not want there may also be times when his answer to your prayer is to do nothing and let things play out are you okay with God's answers not aligning with your desires? I mean, that's a big question, right, guys? Are you okay with God's answers not aligning with your desires? Though I know the truth about this pastor, I have learned to be okay with God's answer to my prayers. My prayer was for him not to become the next lead pastor, not even close. But I also know that God sometimes needs to take his people into captivity, (laughs) i.e. Israel. How many times did they go into captivity? He sent them into captivity to teach them lessons, to turn them to him, and maybe God's doing that. I don't know. It doesn't seem fair, but we talked about in our last episode, right? Life isn't fair. But sometimes he uses his own people to accomplish the purposes of even drawing people back to him, away from their bad choices. I praise God that he has used the completion of the Man Up video curriculum to move me forward on this journey. I am learning to better understand his will for my life, even though I am not fully there yet. It's a process. It's a journey. It's a marathon, not a sprint. In time, guys, he will reveal his purpose to me. What are you asking God for? Have you missed his answer to your prayer because you're looking in the wrong direction? Do you trust him to work all things out for good, even if it doesn't match your plan? It can be a difficult place to get yourself to, but in time, you can do it. Trusting him, understanding that his purposes are good for you. Guys, you need to understand this. You can do it. Oh, man. I just had this flashback. I had this flashback to uh, Adam Sandler's movie, The Water Boy. I know here we're trying to do a church thing, and I'm having this. He goes, he goes you can do it, right? The, the accent, you can do it. And all of a sudden when I said that, I'm like, man, if I would have only thought quicker, I could have said it in that accent. Uh, But for you that don't know about the movie, I'm not telling you to go out and watch it. But if you know it, you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? They even have gifs that that say you can do it. But guys, even if the healing doesn't come, even if life falls apart, even if your dreams come all undone, God is there for you every 
step of the way. Men, I hope that you have found this episode both challenging and encouraging. Again, make sure to give us a thumbs up, press that subscribe button, follow us, and anything else you can do to get the word out. We are so excited about the new Man Up video curriculum, becoming the man God desires you to be. And we want to see churches doing this. We want to see men challenged to become the man that God desires them to be. And you can find out more information by going to www.time2manup.com and go there and check out our curriculum. Men, we've got to stop skipping stones across the water. And we've got to begin throwing boulders. We need to begin speaking the truth in love, but speaking the truth. We need to begin to build relationships that go deeper than the surface. They're more than how was your sports team? You know, what's up? How's your job? But we need to really dig in and talk to people about how's their walk with God? How's their marriage? Are they loving their wife? Are they loving their kids? All of those different things. And even from this, are you trusting God for the outcome, even when it may not align with what you think it should be? Men, until next time, it's time, it's time to man up.